It was easy to believe the house was haunted. After acting for most of his life, Jason Walker's first thought upon seeing the home he'd purchased virtually sight unseen was that it would have been a perfect place to film an Amityville remake. A little far from Amityville, but hey, Hollywood had never been a stickler for rules. Or honesty. Jason put his car in park and killed the engine. Gravel crunched as his friend Dylan's rental car rolled to a stop next to him. They climbed out of their vehicles and stood side by side, leaning against Jason's front bumper, staring up at his new abode. Dylan whistled, long and low, then shook his head. This place is creepy as hell. It's just the light. Even a washed-up actor like Jason knew lighting could make or break a scene. The pictures he'd seen online of the house had been taken in full sunlight in October, with the majestic glory of autumn on all sides, the gold and scarlet leaved trees nearer the house backed by the evergreens of the surrounding forest. But now, only a week into November, the eerie orange glow of twilight fell on bare branches, and the pines seemed droopy and forlorn. None of it was doing this house any favors. Still, Dylan had a point. The house was creepy. Something about the lone, low window over the second floor's covered patio. Something about the house's quiet isolation and the thin white curtains hanging uniformly in every window. Or maybe it was the detached garage with its guest house on top, sitting like a forgotten toy off to the left. How old is it? Dylan asked. It was built in the 90s. The 1890s? Dylan was incredulous. The idea of spending money on anything so old was obviously beyond his comprehension. No, the 1990s. It looks older. It's supposed to. His real estate agent, Sidney Bell, had called the house an American four-square revival. Jason didn't know what that meant and didn't care. The price was right, the house was fully furnished, and its relative seclusion in the mountainous region of Idaho's panhandle would make it harder for tabloid photographers to find them. They intentionally made it look old? Dylan asked, as if it was the most absurd thing he'd heard all day. They copied an older style of architecture. Huh. Dylan scratched his chin and threw Jason a smart-ass grin. Retro, like you. Jason laughed, because that's what Dylan expected. Fuck you. He pushed off the bumper of his car, rattling his keys in his hand. Let's see what it's like inside. The second story extended out over the first like an overbite, creating a covered front porch that ran the length of the house. A veranda, Sidney had called it. The front door opened into a hallway, although Jason suspected Sidney would have said it was a foyer, or maybe a vestibule. To the right lay a large living room, furnished in what could only be called cozy grandma style, with lots of flowers and overstuffed cushions. A stack of moving boxes stood in the center of the floor, having been left there the previous day by the moving company, working under Sidney's direction. To the left of the foyer sat the dining room, through which they could see the kitchen. Jason knew a mudroom and pantry made up the back half of the area. Directly ahead of where they stood by the front door, a bathroom and the staircase leading up completed the ground floor. No ghosts, though. Not so far, at least.